Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Cocaine Bear. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. And joining alongside me, fresh from throwing some powdery beautifulness out of the sky from their planes, it's Shabazz. Hello. That was my bear uh, voice first. I like So I, I was trying to tee you guys up as being the ones like throwing the cocaine out of the airplanes. But yeah. I guess the bear is also doing the heavy work, too, which is good. I mean, he's, I like he's doing the most work, I think, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that bear has too much cocaine at this point. Like, just you've sniffed too no much. No such thing. There's no such thing as too much cocaine, Anthony. I don't know where you've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and the other lovely voice is Anthony. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. I'm not. I guess I I'm like the cocaine, the yayo smuggler of this uh, group. Mm-hmm. I would I would say like if I if we were like three drug dealers, I would be right. the the main one. I got the blonde hair. Got the right. accent, Italians. Why do you have the accent though? You gotta have the accent. You know the Yayo, nineteen eighty five. Nineteen eighty five, okay. not eighty four, eighty six. No, you have one of those accents. No. Get out of here. They don't. They don't really exist. Eighty five is the no. year of the accent. Eighty five, stay alive. Of course, this is our review of Cocaine Bear. I want to say thank you to our friends at Universal Pictures Canada for inviting us to watch this film. It is releasing in theaters February twenty fourth, and. Just like the name says, there's a lot of cocaine and a lot of bear in this movie. But we're going to talk all about it very, very soon because this is the movie podcast. You could catch a brand new episode of our show every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our reviews and interviews on all the latest movies and series. We have some incredible reviews and interviews out right now for you to listen to. Uh, So make sure you check in for all of that and more. And you want to follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd would be your place to go at the movie podcast we also have some great conversations going on in our discord so make sure you check us out there and if you're watching this on youtube let us know what you thought of the movie let us know what you thought of this review uh, and of course like and subscribe and do all that under other wonderful youtube stuff now of course with this movie it's a very interesting one because there's a lot of violence there's a lot of drugs and you know we're going to see where this conversation goes. So, yes, if, if you weren't sure, this is a very rated R film, uh, 14A here in Canada. So we're going to talk about that a li- in a little bit. Uh, but I also want to remind you that, of course, this episode, like all of our episodes this month, are brought to you in part by Manscaped. Check out our show notes below for 20% off and free shipping using promo code MOVIEPOD. So you want to make sure we're as groomed and as nice as we look right now. You want to join us in this club. Make sure you join manscaped and of course I you don't want to be as hairy as a bear you don't want to you don't want to be as hairy as a bear in this film right uh, i think if this bear had manscaped you know they would have done wonders it would have changed i think the course of this film mm-hmm. would have done less yeah. cocaine we don't we don't know yeah. we don't know now like i said this movie is releasing on february 24th and i'm going to kick it over to anthony to tell you what it's all about if the name wasn't enough there is an actual synopsis for this movie. <laughs> Inspired by the 1985 true story of a drug runner's plane crash, missing cocaine, and the black bear that ate it, this wild dark comedy finds an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converging in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound apex predator has ingested a staggering amount of cocaine and gone on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. I love it. This film stars Carrie Russell, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Christian Convery Jennings, Alden Enerich, Jason Tyler Ferguson, Brooklyn Prince, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Christopher Hivju, Hannah Hoekstra, 
Aaron Holiday with Margot Martindale and Ray Liotta in his final role. Now, let's get into it. Shay, please give us your first reaction to Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear is wild. It is It is exactly what I imagined the feeling of cocaine is like. It is just nonstop from beginning to end. There, There's no pauses in this moment in this movie that really, you know, aren't filled with this adrenaline for sure there are some definitely slow moments that i feel like once you're kind of tapping out on the cocaine you're basically on the journey as the bear as the bear starts to kind of get tired and worn out (laughs) you do too a little bit then he goes back into the cocaine and then here you go you're back on the same ride um the movie has just so many laughs it has just this wild premise and you kind of really have to go in expecting the most insane things to occur scene after scene there's this is not a movie where you're like oh my god i really hope that the the production design or or the script writer gets nominated for an oscar this even if they do i'm <laughs> so here for it this is one of those movies sure. where, where you're just gonna go in have a great time and then leave and just joke about it with your friends maybe you'll take some drugs before you go see this movie. Maybe you won't. Who knows? Maybe you'll get drunk while watching it. It's a movie that's really, really fun. It's a movie that's really, well, really wild. My, my issues with the film are, are, are minor, and they're mostly focusing on the fact that the movie doesn't really have a main character besides the bear. And when you look at the cast that there is, like you mentioned, Daniel, there's so many people you listed off. Um, I, I don't know if you mentioned Matthew Rice is in this movie too, or Matthew Reese. You know, last time I saw him, he was in uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, I believe. So it's just such a it's such an interesting group of people that are in this movie. So it's, and, but you don't know who to really focus on. The movie kind of jumps between a bunch of different people that kind of have their own objectives as to what's going on. You have Carrie Russell's character looking for her daughter who was attacked by the bear. Then you have Alden and O'Shea who are trying to get back the drugs from this bear. So there's a lot of different things that are kind of happening in this movie and more characters kind of get introduced as the movie progresses. But this is purely you just watching this bear go on its rampage there's blood there's violence but at the end of the day there's a lot of laughs yeah you know you're so right Jay. i think cocaine bears is it's it's bloody it's bonkers it's wildly funny but also i look at it as just it's delivering on the promise of what its name is this movie is called cocaine bear and we got a bear who was very high on cocaine in this movie but uh, i definitely agree with you on there being uh, a lack of focus in this movie. And I think that's my my biggest, I guess, gripe with it would be is that because there are so many characters, I think there's too much going on outside of the actual cocaine bear that, you know, take away sometimes from the actual protagonist being the bear. Whereas like, is this about a, a mother trying to find her daughter? And we have the drug dealers and we also have other parties going on. So I think because everyone is kind of battling for their own screen time and purpose, that's where the movie really loses focus for me. But anytime the bear is on screen, I am just, I'm in for a bloody show. Support for the movie podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MoviePod at Manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. You know what I didn't know I needed, but I needed is an LED light on my shaver. Oh my God. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. There is darkness 
especially around that area. <laughs> it works so well. You can really pinpoint all the hairs and you're like, okay, I got this point. Because you hair kind of like starts to mesh and you really don't see it properly. But with this LED light, it's super bright and you can get everything precision cut. It's a 4000K LED spotlight. So you are literally putting a spotlight to your genitals down there to make sure you're you're treating them as you should. The skin safe proprietary technology that they use for uh the the lawnmower is really good. Like I I I was always a little hesitant going down there and then I felt safe. I felt like there was protection there. Manscaped just makes it so easy to choose a tool, whatever you're using, be it the beer trimmer, the lawnmower, the weed whacker, and it just feels like there is like this accessibility to it that I absolutely love. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code MOVIEPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MOVIEPOD. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Your balls well, thank you. Anthony, jump on in. You know, going into this film, I was hoping for a fun movie with an interesting story that I can like laugh with my friends about. And for me, it, it just, it missed the mark. Like the movie wasn't funny or interesting and, and I didn't laugh. And I, I wish I was laughing with you guys. I just didn't find the comedy funny. I just found it to be honestly just dull. Like it seemed like it really relied on this bear and I I wish his story was a little bit more complicated or the setup was a little bit more I guess can like built around finding the bear or honestly like trying to get one story just around this bear rather than having all these other characters have their own story that surround the bear and I feel like yeah you're right like it, it loses real focus on who should I focus on? Where should I go? Should right. I should I focus on Carrie Russell's character or or should I focus on the cop's character or should I focus on Ray Liotta? And honestly, I just found the story to be pretty dull. And, and at one point, and I this is where I'm like, I wish I could change the channel. You know, like I, I came to the point where I'm like, if I had if this was something I was watching on TV right now, I would just change it. Because it just became like just not not great. I don't know. I, I I knew it wasn't gonna be great. I knew I thought I would laugh more. That's that's my biggest thing. I think I thought I would be laughing, laughing, and I thought the trailer really kind of set that up for me. But at the right. end of it, it was just like for me, junk food cinema. Yeah, I got you. And, yeah. and, and, and yo, please shave, jump in. No, no, I was just gonna say I, I I totally get that. I think that, you know, if when you when you look at, you know, who's behind this movie, you have Phil Lord, Chris Miller, you have Elizabeth Banks directing it. If you're someone who maybe hasn't connected with their work before and maybe their level of comedy might have not done it for you in the past. Uh, you're going to kind of have that same experience because a lot of that DNA is within the cocaine of this movie. You know, the cocaine that this bear is snorting is is purely <laughs> Lord Miller, like high grade cocaine. And Elizabeth Banks, who I haven't seen much of her directorial work, I think really, I don't know if she's done anything outside of Charlie's Angels because that's the only one that I've seen. Um, Daniel, I don't know if you're looking it up. Um, yeah, I'll I look think it up that right was now. the last one she did. Was that was that the only thing that she's also done or is it is it just... Yeah, because I mean, I've seen Charlie's oh. Angels and that movie gets a bad rap, you know, and it, it is what it is. But I, I didn't think as a director, she did a bad job with that movie. I just think there's a lot of things that happened with that film. Uh, when you look at Cocaine Bear, I feel like she's starting to kind of get in the groove 
of what her style of filmmaking is. There's that self-aware meta-ness that opens the film and then kind of continues forward. You get inner cuts of, of the actual news footage of when this event actually occurred. So she's definitely kind of finding her ground. And I'm really excited to see what those banks kind of does in the future, because if she sticks to comedy or sticks to at least this really meta wheelhouse, uh, she has a really, really promising comedy career ahead of her. Whether she moves to anything else, anything else, I'm here for it as well. I love Elizabeth Banks. I think she's great. Yeah, but this was such great. a great, great start for her in that field, and, I, and I'm really excited to see what she does. But again, you have to be someone that I think has vibed with the films of these makers, these filmmakers, and and writers before. I, I before before you jump in, Anthony. Before yeah. you jump in, I just want to I just want to correct. Uh, she directed a segment on movie forty three, which is another yes, comedy. sorry, yes, she did. She, di- she directed Pitch Perfect two. Oh yeah, which was another never watched uh, you the know, Pitch comedy, comedy, and then Charlie's Angels was really more of the action, the big studio. That we got. Yeah, and that was in twenty nineteen. So this is right. her first film since twenty nineteen. My which apologies. Again, yeah, pandemic and everything coming in will change that. But please, Anthony, jump in. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I am a fan of. You know, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I, I really like their 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street and then the Spider-Verse. I, and I do like their comedy. I just feel like it was missed here. I don't know if it uh, they were the writers of this the story, like the main writers of the story. They weren't, no. Oh, the writer of the story it. was Jimmy Warden. Yeah, they're just, they're, they're, uh, sorry, they're just producing this. So I, I felt it, but it just, it didn't hit the mark like their actual stories have. So I think it was like inspired by them, but it wasn't as funny as their content would normally be. And that's kind of like where I'm at with it. Sure. And that's fair. And and I agree with that. You know, I think if we're, if I'm basing this on, is this on par as, as funny as a movie like 21 jump street, 22 jump street, it's not. And I think this movie that that's what we're kind of talking about too, where we talk about the focus where it kind of leans into a lot of horror and then a lot of comedy. So it's like a mix of that horror comedy, which kind of what, like what Megan did as well too. Again, another universal's horror, horror picture which like what this one is but it's more this is leaning more into the comedy so i think if this movie uh really focused a little bit more on you know the factions of characters that were happening going on it i think would have been a lot tighter of a film um and also it's not it's not a long movie it really is it's an hour and a half and i think even then you could have maybe even shaved off 10 minutes of this movie. Sorry, it's an hour and 35 minutes. So you could have done, you know, hour 25 and it would have really tightened up the story more because I think there's um there's an, uh, an issue of perspective. And I think when I, when I was looking at this, you know, we're introduced to Carrie Russell's character. Then we're introduced to all, is it Aldrin, right? Who played Han Solo? Alden? Alden, sorry. So we introduced to Carrie Russell talking about, you know, like her husband's gone and she's going on a date with this other guy. And then we cut to Alden, who's talking about missing his wife. And then I'm like, oh, is it them two that are, are like, I think that that I was struggling with, like, okay, what are the connections in this movie? Because you obviously have the cartel, you have Ray Liotta's character, then you have, you know, O'Shea Jackson and Alden. And then you have like the mother looking for her daughter and then the kids. And then you have the park rangers. So there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening that I think if it was tightened up, I think it would have felt a lot cleaner in it, but I still had a, a great time with it watching it. Yeah. I would say the shock sequences of the bear on the rampage were interesting. You know, they, they are a distraction to the story. So when you see it, it's like, Oh, like, wow. Like this bear is ripping off the face of this man, or he is chasing, right. um, an ambulance and gets into it. I, and I don't know the true story of this bear on a cocaine. And I don't know, like the amount of cocaine this bear is eating. I, I get it. He's 500 pounds, but like, there's no <laughs> way 
he could survive. She, the bear so, is sorry, she, a female. Sorry, she could survive like pounds and pounds and pounds of cocaine. I, again, I don't know the story. I'm just in my head. I'm like, can a bear really survive on eating bricks of cocaine and not dying or overdosing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you got to wonder that. The movie reminded me a lot of also like it gave me vibes of of Jaws where the sense that, you know, the bear is oh, yeah. kind of this looming figure in the forest. And then when you least expect it, boom, comes out of nowhere, snatches and grabs. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm scared of bears that are not on cocaine. So a bear on cocaine would, would definitely just absolutely scare the shit out of me. Uh, and I think yeah. this movie does a you don't, great you don't mess job with bears. That. You don't, don't mess with bears. I don't mess with no. bears. And um, the movie has a, has a brilliant opening, you know, title card about bear survival that I thought was so funny. It really made me laugh. And I think that when you go watch it, it should have that same effect on you. Uh, but this is, this is the movie that I was promised in the trailers. This is the movie that I got. Um, I had a good time with it. And I think that people, when they go see it, they'll be talking about it. We need movies like this to be in cinemas because they, they break that mold that we're kind of getting right now. We, we need people to go back to the theaters and movies like this will hopefully drive crowds back into the seats of the of cinema. We get so many superhero films and we love superhero movies. And then we get your big dramatic pieces or other big blockbusters. Then you have movies like this, you know, they're made on a $35 million budget. So nothing too crazy, too high. And they'll make it back within their opening weekend. So I'm really excited to see movies that are just kind of breaking the stereotype, breaking the norm, their original stories, or they're based on a true story like this one. But, you know, given that Hollywood treatment, I want more things like this for better or for worse. They keep the theaters open. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say that, Jake, because I'm looking at different movies that came out this year. And I think Universal has been one that has been giving us some very different offerings. Um, and, you know, they typically always kill it when it comes to horror films. So we had, you know, Megan to start off the year that we had Knock at the Cabin. And then now we have Cocaine Bear. And then moving away from Universal, you know, we have Scream coming up. We have Greed coming up. So we have a lot of films that aren't superhero movies coming out that don't have the hugest of budgets. And it's nice to see that because I think for so long during the pandemic, we were just waiting to see, you know, what was coming. Streaming thrived because that's all people could really do. Um, but it's nice to see a movie like this where it's like, you know, we have a, it's a, it's a big, it's a smaller big budget compared to what we get out there. But like you have like these, risks that are being taken by studios because i mean like you have a movie called cocaine bear and i think people going into it and people messaging us who you know entered our giveaway it's like they were like you don't i think you get the price of admission you get a bear on cocaine in this yes i think there's a lot of opportunities where this film could have been a lot tighter and a lot more of a stronger contender but you know i think um i think there's a lot of fun to be had here for sure do you guys want to get to our final recommendations absolutely beautiful shabazz i'm gonna get you to start us off i say watch it i think this is a great fun time the movie lives up to its name it's cocaine bear and you get cocaine and you get bear you get wild kills <laughs> you get a lot of shock moments like there are there are times where i literally just grabbed you daniel and we both kind of just stood at the or sat at the edge of our seats we sorry. stood up in the theater yeah we stood up in the 100%. theater uh, yeah we yeah. sat at the edge of our seat like oh my god that just happened um so yeah, with, with all that included, I think this is a fun time. You know, you know, go go for a date night with your with your loved one, or just go with your buddies and then have a great time. 
Cool. I'm right there with you, Shay. I'm going to say watch it. I think it's bloody. It's bonkers. It's such a wildly funny movie. Uh, yes, there's definitely some script issues where I think they really could have tightened things up to really focus on, you know, what is the best possible story that we could tell here. But I had a great time with it. Uh, and I think this is one like a lot of the movies that we've seen this year that I think will be really fun to watch with an audience. Anthony, take us home. For me, it's a skip it. I the, other than the shock value of these, you know, those shocking sequences, there's not much there. And again, for me personally, the comedy just didn't hit the mark. And hey, maybe it will for you. But I think by the end of it, you'll be like, well, that's that was OK. OK, I love it. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Cocaine Bear. Of course, this movie is in theaters on February 24th. And I want to say thank you to our friends at Universal Pictures Canada for inviting us to watch it. Now, if you want to follow the movie podcast, make sure you do on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. We have some incredible reviews and lots of great interviews coming your way and are already out on the feed. So make sure you also follow us on YouTube. Like and subscribe and join our Discord. We're having some great conversations in there and make sure to use promo code moviepod at manscaped to get 20% off and free shipping that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next